world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed on this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt. With a coach, Dave Dobbenmeyer. All right, I'm doing the best I can to rotate my camera. Are you hearing me okay out there, Jonathan? You guys give me a thumbs up real okay as we're rolling down the highway here in, uh, no, where am I? Am I? Talala, Oklahoma. You hear, Jonathan, you guys hearing me okay? Somebody give me a thumbs up. No? Yeah, thank you. All right, cool, cool. Oh, hey, Judah, good to see all you folks out there today. Uh, I'm an hour behind you or an hour ahead of you, depending on how you ask. I'm in a truck with um, um, my warrior friend Randy Lunsford. We're heading to a Clay Clark event where it's a gathering of uh, podcasters. I don't I don't know what it's all about. I tried to rotate my phone. Of course, I, I, I tried to set this full screen, and it just does this to me. So I, I apologize. I'm doing the best I can here. But I got some great news. Uh, I'm going to hear some about some uh, school board meeting last night. Some folks showed up, excited about it. I couldn't be there. I'm going to get a lowdown on it here this morning. And how about this one? How about we find out from that old Luciferian, Elon Musk, that Jack Dorsey, the owner of Twitter, was getting millions of dollars in contracts from the federal government, Boom. particularly the Democrats, to shadow ban people. Huh? What? I thought Dorsey said under oath that that wasn't going on. What? It doesn't matter, right? Because there isn't anybody to turn to anyway, right? Doesn't matter. They can break all the freaking laws they want to, and there's nobody to hold them accountable, which goes back to when we went to Hillary's house, that all we wanted was justice. Isn't that what we wanted, Randy? Equal justice. It's all we wanted. Just equal justice, and they won't give us equal justice. And the redress of our grievances, if we show up with our First Amendment right to petition the government for a redress of grievances, they call us lawbreakers, they arrest us, they throw us in jails, and say, don't ever come here again. Meanwhile, the, the, the Luciferian government is paying our enemy. Oh, my goodness. What a world in which we live in. Because, see, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, evil spirits in high places, the weapons of our warfare, not carnal, mighty, through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And, yes, some people uh, took me to task yesterday because I said I'm on Ye's team and I'm on and I'm on Musk's team. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they still don't get it, see. They still don't. I'm not mad, it just seems like. They still don't realize that God can use whoever he wants to use, folks. He's doing them. Who knows why Musk is doing it? Maybe he's got a bone to pick with somebody. Maybe he doesn't like Jack Dorsey. Maybe what, whoever it is, it doesn't matter. But Elon Musk is doing the business that the church should have been doing all along. 
and whatever his motives might be, whether they're nefarious, whether he's a good guy, whether he's a bad guy, whether he has an evil heart and he's after Jack Dorsey or who knows who he's after. He said, I'm going to go get those MFers and he's going out and get them. And we sit back and we're upset because he ain't pure enough for us, right? He plays on the other team. You guys ever heard of treason? Anybody ever heard of treason? Anybody ever heard of Judas Goat? Did you ever hear of anybody on our team treason? Do you think the other team knows how to do treason? Oh, I hear you. Oh, I hear you. Oh, yeah, but Coach Beelzebub can't cast out Beelzebub. When you casting him out, getting even, see? Trying to even this. I'll get, I'll get off of that. Because Joe got up good and early to do communion, and Myra's ready to roll, and I want to hear about all the good stuff that went on at the school board meeting last night, and Clay's going to like get my back, and Clay or Chad, who I don't even I can't even see who's on them on my I'm on my cell phone. So uh, go ahead, Myra. Pray us in. Joe, you get ready to. I brought my communion with me. I was thinking of you. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, uh, Coach. Good morning, Huddle. Uh, the reading today is going to be. Hey, Myra. From... Wait a minute, Myra. Myra. Aren't there any beautiful people here today? Yes, of course. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, the reading today is from Luke 15. Four through seven. Luke 15, four through seven. Yes. Why I set my phone down so I can get my communion elements ready. Go ahead, Myra. Okay. It is written. What man of you having an hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it. And when he have found it, he by laid... The way, by, by the way, Myra, hang on, Myra. Myra. Yes. The Bible says that uh, God is seeking and saving that which was lost. Not those which were lost, but that which was lost. Does that mean a kingdom? Does that mean a restoration of all things? He's seeking and saving that which was lost. Go ahead. Yes, coach. Thank you. And when he have found it, he layeth not his shoulders rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth to together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep. Which was lost. Amen. There he, there he found his sheep. So he was seeking and saving that which was lost. And then he says, I found my sheep. So the sheep wasn't just all that was lost. You understand, folks? You understand that the kingdom has been stolen? Go ahead. Yes, coach. I say unto you. Hang on, Myra. Hang on. You ain't hearing this stuff in your Presbyterian church, are you? Huh? Not hearing this in your evangelical church. Are you? You're not hearing this kind of stuff, are you? Go ahead. <laughs> yes, coach. I say unto you that likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety-nine just persons which need no repentance. Wow, that's uh, I preach, but I'm not going to take time to do it. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, 
joy and grace on you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, so in other words, there's more celebration in heaven over a new salvation than for the rest of you being pious and following all the rules and regulations. Would you agree with that, Randy? Yeah. I think that's what it says. And what do we spend all the time doing? See, uh, hate to tell you, Kanye ain't pure enough for some of us, is he? His Christianity isn't good enough for some of us. Just, hey, just telling you the truth, right? The Lord can use whoever he wants to use, however he wants to use them. And I want to make it clear, I'm not saying Elon's a good guy. And I'm not saying Ye's a good guy. I don't know. But I know this. Ain't nothing but clay in the hand of the potter. He will use whoever he wants to, however he wants to. And if the church doesn't fall in line and advance the kingdom based off the cannonballs that these two guys have been firing, I don't, we have no hope. That's what, well, we always have hope. You get what I'm saying. I'm feeling it today. Go ahead, Joe. Thanks for getting up this morning. Uh, thank you, Coach. And actually, um, I had my hand raised, so I'll contribute this a little bit to what you've been saying. Uh, we are not in the position, position to know whether or not that Elon is part of that which was lost. Perhaps he is saved or has or is being saved. Yeah, he could being have been, saved he could in the process of being saved, right? Exactly. Now, hey, Joe, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Does anybody know anyone who's come out of the dark side anybody heard of a guy like named john ramirez huh who was a high level satanist is it is there anybody unsalvageable now i don't know if elon musk knows the lord or not is he unsalvageable can god's grace meet elon musk we better be very very careful now we have to discern but we have to be very very careful who we cast judgment upon because we don't know what's going on inside a man's heart. And if you would look at what the stuff, I often say this, I don't know about the rest of you, some of the tomfoolery that I engaged with before I was saved, huh? I said, every time I'm looking for a lost man, I look in a mirror because I was one. And if you don't think that God can reach down and pluck out Kanye. Or Elon. Or Elon. He got hold of you, didn't he? And listen, I don't care if they get a hold of Elon, and I don't care if they get a hold of Kanye. Look at the impact they're having, friends. Look at the impact they're having. Go ahead, Joe. I'm, I'm, i got to get this out of me. I'm tired of the emails. I'm tired of the emails. Tell me how undiscerning I am. And blah, 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 blah. God can use whoever he wants to use. I, I had Holy Spirit tingles when we were talking about the Elon might be saved. So um, the electricity in me says that uh, not to judge at this point. And we also God can use whoever he wants to, can he, Joe? And, and if as long as so long as he has not committed the unpardonable sin, which I don't believe, since he's not a you know I, that that's not an easy one to commit. No. Uh, I don't think he's done that. Can God, Joe, can God use a guy that's not saved? Of course he can. Yes, he can. All right. Let's go on. So um, I'm going to start my reading from John 29 to 36. First, I'm in John 1, 29 to 36. John 1, 29 to 36. Sorry about that. It's just early here. <clears throat> Got to give Joe some grace, man. It's 4 o'clock out there. It's 4.15 there. 
the next day, uh, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Both the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred for, before me, for he was before me. And I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. And John bare record saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. And I knew not him, knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. Again, the next day after John church and two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he saith, Behold, the Lamb of God. Now if we could turn to uh, 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 26. Dear Heavenly Father, I'm going to say our little prayer now. Dear Heavenly Father, we gratefully come to you this morning from different parts of this country and the world and with uh, our friend and leader coach in a car traveling to someplace important he has to be to do your work and we're all together grateful for the technology that makes this possible and but we're so much more grateful for that which you did for us lord for the sacrifice you made and that you were willing to make this sacrifice and you knew that you were going to make this sacrifice when you created us it's hard to fathom that lord we just can't understand it but you were so you did love the world so much that you did give your only begotten son and we are grateful and so we come to you we ask you to forgive our sins and our transgressions to bring us cleanse into your sight and to bless this bread and this drink representing your body and your blood that you sacrificed for us and we 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 rejoice and accept all that your sacrifice brought our salvation and the restoration of all that was lost in the garden was the fall and please help us remember the authority that you restored to us in these dark days when we will need that authority and and have to have the faith and understanding of how to use it to overcome what is being sent against us now lord we will we, we gratefully uh, take this communion with you in fellowship with our brothers and sisters here on Mark. Amen. 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 Hang on a second, Joe. Can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? Okay, we just plugged into the radio so Randy can hear. That's why I'm there. Go ahead, Joe. Um, 
the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Amen. Amen. After the same manner, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as ye drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he comes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Amen, Joe. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Thanks. Yeah, good verses. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, Joe. Look, some good news. Um, I'm going to bring Jeff Klein in and anybody else that showed up at the school board meeting last night up at East Knox High School. Uh, East Knox. uh, Let me me lay a little bit of a groundwork here so, so that you folks understand. I've been doing this a while. All right, I've been doing this a while. And I've come to the realization, slow realization, that the enemy listens. The enemy listens. And so when they hear we're going to do something, they show up. And we haven't been doing a very good job of hiding our cards, if you know what I'm talking about. We broadcast it to everybody. And then when we show up, they're all waiting for us and the other sides come and and we're not very good at sneak attacks. So over the last couple of weeks, we've been planning this event that was pulled off last night at uh, East Knox School District in, in uh, Ohio, here in Ohio. Uh, people were concerned because I didn't talk about it much. I said, well, why do I have to talk about it? Everybody involved, getting the email, they know what's going on, they know where they're supposed to be, what time they're supposed to be there. And by the way, they could share it with somebody else. But we are going to pull off this uh, action, and we ain't going to let the world know we're going to do it. So some of us were concerned because we didn't know who was going to who was going to come. Steve Deck, I knew Steve was coming. He came all the way in from New Jersey to be part of it. I knew I knew others, but see, I'm in Oklahoma, and I didn't know who was going to show up. And I'm sure Jeff Klein was biting his nails because he's probably thinking, golly, they didn't promote it at all. We didn't. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yes, Amen. we did. This is, this is how we have to learn to fight, folks. And see, it goes back to what I said earlier this week when I said I went to the, uh, the drag queen story hour without my hat. Why? Because I didn't want them to know who I was. Right? Come on. Come on. You guys are smarter than this, right? So last night, school board meeting is held, and uh, I'm going to let Jeff and any of the other guys who are in the, somebody's got to help me here because I can't see my screen. Jeff and any of the other guys give testimony about this action that we did last night that nobody knew we were going to do. So Jeff, I'm going to serve it to you, and then Chad or Clay, whoever it is, is going to help bring other people in. Because listen, if you were there last night, we would love to hear from you what your reaction was. You can't believe this. Gas is $2.55 here in Oklahoma. I'm going to move here. $2.55. I just passed the gas station. Okay, so Jeff, come on in here. 
and fill us in on what it was all about last night. What, first of all, what it was that the school board was being challenged with to do and uh, uh, why you guys showed up and what happened. All right. And just thank everybody for showing up last night. And what how, many was were, how many were there, Jeff? We had, I think, 10 or 12 of us from the garage and 30 people from Pass Assault Coach Dave. So it was it was good just seeing them all roll in the parking lot as we kept the crowd kept getting bigger our circle and it was great. But you know what, Coach? We had last night. I'll say this: this is kind of how I phrase it. We lifted up Jesus in the school board meeting. We we ran a play and advanced the ball. Amen. We didn't fix all the problems, but we did advance the ball. We gained some yardage. So, Amen. Good terminology. That's right. And we're not very good at that, are we, Jeff? We want no, to we're not. We, don't, we want to score touchdowns on every play. If we can't score a touchdown on every play, it was a failure. That's stupid, man. Yep. And I thought about this morning. I've been doing – some of us, a few of us here in Knox County, been doing school board meetings for a year and a half. Now, we did have one victory about a year ago where the superintendent resigned because 150 people showed up in Fredericktown. But we've been doing these, and we go in and read scripture, and we we tell them things, and it's a slow process. But last night, there was some amazing things that were just coming. I won't talk about some of them. but Yeah, because the enemy's listening to us, Jeff. Yeah. We don't want them to know what's going on. Yep. So we showed up. And I told the group, it started out, we had about 20 of us standing there. And I said, Pastor Matt will be rolling in here about 10 till. I said, when he gets here, we're going to gather around him, lay hands. Yeah. Let me, let me stop right there, folks. Listen, yeah. this is the fruit of the gathering we had at Sky High about three weeks ago, okay? You're, hear, you're hearing the fruit of that meeting. Go ahead. So explain to him what I kind of clued him in about Pastor Matt. He's standing up. He was ready to resign Coming into that meeting last night, he was coming in to announce his resignation. He, A pastor was going to be forced off the board. He couldn't take it no more. Done with it. So he gets in there, and he's nervous. He told me the last couple of days, he said, oh, I sound nervous. Because he didn't know who was going to show up. All sure. he knew is we're going to get a bunch of people there. And he thought it was going to be nuts. So we lay hands on him, pray over him, and he, is all, he accepted it, buddy. He went marching in there. And we get in there. Hang on a minute. Hang on a yeah. minute, Jeff. So, in other words, Christians showing up gave an elected official some spine. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Okay. Okay. Keep going. So, we get in. And Gary Pierce asked me, well, I'm out in the parking lot. How's this going to go? So, I'm telling him, you know, we get three minutes. They'll do it right in the beginning. They don't make us wait an hour. And uh, Gary said, do they open up with prayer? I said, well, Pastor Matt used to when he was president of the board. He is no longer president for the last six months. He said, well, how about we raise a hand? If they don't do it, we raise a hand and ask that we do it. I said, all right, that's your job. You, That's you. So he did. We got, they said the Pledge of Allegiance. There's Gary. He's got his hand up. So there he goes. He said, well, we said the Pledge of Allegiance. Aren't we going to open up in prayer? And the board all looked at each other. And said, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Derek, the president, Derek, he's not saved. But his grandpa was a pastor, and he was, grew up in a church. But he's not saved now. He's not a Christian now. All right. Be careful what you say about him now. Yeah. He, he knows that we've had talks with him, him and I. All right. So, but we said, that was one of the goals me and Pastor Matt have said. We're going to lead that boy to the Lord. That's one of the deals we're doing. So, 
old Gary, he got him, he got him going. And Pastor Matt said, you know what? I'll do that. And Pastor Matt opened in prayer. It was like back a few months ago when he used to open in prayer. So we got through one, one guy spoke. He was basically, he's a political guy. I've talked with him before. And then I got up and I got to read scripture, shared some talking points with him. And I, and I told him, I'm not going to flip through the Bible, give you book and chapter. But I went through some things of the seed of the serpent, seed of the woman, destroyed for lack of knowledge, train up a child, created in the image of God, these kids are, and rescue to rescue. And God is not the author of confusion. So I just touched on things like that. And then I went to, got to end it with the drag queens and them not letting Kirk Cameron in 50 libraries to read from a Bible. I said, what are we doing? So I asked the question is when are we going to stand up against this woke agenda? Which school is going to be the first? And these people, and you know what's funny, coach? I got up there because East Knox is one of the better schools that we've been going to. So I get up, I start walking up. They said, Jeff Klein's our next speaker. I walked up front, and the, the president, Derek, says, Jeff, remember three minutes, please. And I just laughed, and I yelled out real loud. I said, three minutes? I can't keep it to three minutes. And they all laughed. Even the school board people, they laughed. They know. And I looked at the crowd, and I said, listen, this school board does let me go. They've let me go six minutes before. They even let me go 10 minutes one time. And so it was just kind of lighthearted, and they laughed. But we had, and then Pastor Matt got up and announced, in the regular board meeting, he is not resigning. He says, <laughs> now he's throwing a wrench in the whole thing. But the one public speaker did address the, the boy wearing a, a girl's dress to school with makeup. So he's already been to one of the politicians, Brenner or whoever it is here in Ohio, and found out the laws on it for the school. And he, so he's doing all that, you know. So I didn't even have to touch on the dress deal. We've addressed it a couple meetings there. So let, they, me stop you. let me stop you. Yeah. So you were there last night for what purpose? To stop this woke agenda in this school. I didn't want to label it just to the dress. Okay. I want it to be all the woke agenda. Okay. So good. the other guy took care of the dress thing, and we've been addressing that for two or three months in this board. And they just don't know how to handle it. And they even said, they said, you know what, we've, we've never had this stuff happen before. We, we don't know what to do. So they're just kind of scared. That's what goes on with these people. They don't know what to do. And nobody's I bet, not, I, bet not, I bet they're not as scared this morning, are they? Oh, no, I'm telling you. Pastor Matt called me last night after because they went into executive session. Careful what you say now. Careful what you say. Oh, I will. But he well, called listen, me. And he, listen, listen yeah. to me now. Listen, I love you. Don't even let the other team know you're talking to him. Go ahead. Well, well I understand that part, and I understand it. But okay. Matt was just well pleased with how it went. Okay. He called me to tell me how great that was last night. Okay. It calmed his nerves because everybody was Christ-like. The group was great. The people were great. The emails, everything we'd done, he loved it. He by, just by the way, Jeff, you know how my brain works, okay? Yeah. So I can't, yep. I, can't, I can't let this slide. Uh, everybody was Christ-like. You mean they flipped over tables? No, but uh, we were both. They, they, smashed, they smashed the windows? Because Christ no, did we... that, didn't he? So we have to be careful, again, with our language, folks. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, I say it because we spoke. I got we, you. We spoke, you. and we were bold, and no other pastors that I've invited showed up. There was one. We did have one pastor show up, Roger Tickle. But he's Good for Roger. 
yeah, he's good friend. He's known Pastor Matt all his life. So he was there to be a part of this group. And Roger even gave me a head nod after I spoke and smiled and uh, basically a thumbs up. You know what I mean? He enjoyed So we're building momentum there. We're building momentum. Yes, we are. So right. it was – then we got to end the night, and even Coach E, he stood up and spoke. It was great. At the end, he just stood up and spoke. But, you know, we got to end the thing. All of us gathered right in the little lobby of the cafeteria where they had a meeting, inside the school, not outside. And then we got to have a big group prayer. And my old buddy John Freshwater was there last night for this meeting. It was great. So a lot of the people in the school knew John. And then the group got to meet John. And we ended up. They, and they, they knew what he'd been through. And for those of you who don't know, John Freshwater is a teacher about 10 years ago in Mount Vernon who lost his job for having a Bible on his desk. Not making it up. Had a Bible on his desk. Lost his job. And he shows up last night support this is unbelievable keep going so as we're in that big group there all of us i went over by john and stood and put my armor and i said right here this some of you don't know this man i introduced him to john freshwater here's the one the bible on the desk and the school spent 1.3 million dollars to ruin his life i said i think john kicked all this off he started this <laughs> you know because john was the fca leader and stuff yep. so then uh cody reese that I coached in high school baseball. He's getting ready to walk out the door. He's the principal at the middle school. Good Christian guy. Good Christian. I call him a kid. I said, Cody, you're about to close in prayer here. I said, you're welcome to join us if you want. He said, oh, yeah, coach. Absolutely. He jumped in our group. And so I introduced Cody to everybody. I said, no, here's a good guy. He just – and I shared with him about coaching him the day – his senior year on the varsity baseball team, he told me. I said, now, Cody told me back then – he said, when I go to college, coach, I'm coming back here and become a teacher. I want to know, will you hire me as your assistant coach? And I laughed. I said, Cody didn't what he would have been in for. If I'd have hired him, we'd have tagged up again. But I said, now here I am, booted out of the school, and Cody's in. So they all got with Cody, and he, he joined us in prayer. And I asked John to kick it. I said, John, Mr. Freshwater, won't you pray for us? You get do the honors tonight. And he did. Oh. It was great. You know what I mean? So it was a great night. So I'm hoping some of the other ones that are there want to come in and share. It, it wait, a was minute, Jeff, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Jeff. You mean, you, wait a minute. You mean you were able to do this without me being there? That was amazing, uh, wasn't it? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> How does that work, huh? You guys were I, able to pull this off without me there? Yeah, I didn't think we could, but we did it, Coach. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I talked to Clay yesterday afternoon. I said, you know what? I don't know who's going to show up. And I said, it doesn't matter. I said, last month, I was the only one there. My crowd kind of dwindled away over the last couple of months. I was the only one. I said, but I'm sure some of them are going to show up, so it'll be what it's going to be, and we'll go forward. And we did. And, and 40 of them showed up. Yep, we had about 40, 42 people total. Let's hear from some of those folks. Let's hear right. from some Clay or whoever's going to chat, whatever. Uh, All right, uh, hey, Chad, Chad, Alan, you want to hang on a minute and we'll let Roger in there and keep your hand raised, brother. Yeah, go ahead, man. Roger Weaver. Hey, Clay. Um, was there Rod, with Roger the showed up last night, too, right? Roger showed up. Yes, I did. Thank you, Roger. For, God bless you, man. Oh, first of all, two things I'd add to it. One is. I also spoke to somebody after the meeting on the board and they always raised the lawsuit issues. We're trying to avoid a lawsuit. And I said to him, I said, well, 
isn't that what your insurance is for? Because they always say, well, you know, we don't want to have to pay out a lot of money. And I said, well, you don't pay out a lot of money, even if you have to. <laughs> That's what insurance sure. is to let your insurance defend you on things that you are representing your constituency. And he kind of looked at me and said, oh, well, okay. And the second thing I added I thought was uh, might have woke him up. I said, now listen, if you continue down this woke way, there's going to be a fight here that shows up at your junior high girls' basketball game. And I'm girl's bathroom and do my stuff is that what you want and he kind of looked at me he said oh no 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 and i said well if you continue allowing this stuff that's where it's going so the fear of where it's going and this idea they're afraid of getting, those are those are issues especially the suit that was the first that i i want to avoid a lawsuit well roger did uh did the school board look surprised that y'all were there in, in that amount of numbers? Well, I got there a little late, but I, they, I think they knew there was a presence. And I think one of the key things is when these school boards break to go to executive sunshine session, at least last night, they mingle. And if you're ever at a school board meeting, that's when you go attack and talk to them is one-on-one uh, -on -one as they're mingling, getting ready to go into executive session. And a lot of our guys and gals did that, had those one-on-one -on -one conversations before they went into executive session. So I think from there, they knew we were there. Yeah, and I was, I'd imagine there, there was a lot of conversation on their part after the meeting, I, I would say. They hide behind executive session and sunshine laws. And so the, the, the meat of the meeting ain't in the public. The meat of the meeting is behind closed doors. So you got to catch them. One-on-one, -on -one, I think, sometimes. Roger, I'm proud of you, man. Hey, listen, they keep muting me because of the background noise. So, uh, Clay, you keep doing it. Roger, I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you. Uh, thanks for being there. All right, we don't have anybody else with their hand raised that went to the meeting, so we're going to go to uh, Alan's. Wait, library. wait a minute. Nobody else went? Come on. Come on, 40 of you went there. We want to hear from you. Go ahead, let, let Alan Zypher go. Love you, Alan. Love you too, Coach. I was just going back to Elon Musk. You know, as Christians, we seem, we seem to forget the Pharaoh in Joseph's time that was a pagan. We forget King Nebuchadnezzar, who was a pagan. And we forget King Cyrus, who was a pagan. And God used all three of them, giving visions and dreams. He did all kind of great things with pagans. Hey, amen. Amen. They're just not clean enough for us, right? They're just not. They're just not Christ-like enough for us to, to use the term that uh, Jeff used earlier. I'm with Alan. Coach, I tell you, Coach, you know what's so funny? I've said this before. When you put King David's resume up against President Trump's resume, Trump ain't even in his park. And I'm talking about the trophies King David loved, all the. You know, the murder that was going on, the fornicating, the adultery, all this was going on. Trump's not even in David's realm, man. In the minor leagues. That's right. He's in the minor leagues. Right, come on. Thanks, Alan. God bless you. Hey, come on. We want to hear from some of you guys out there. Amen, brother Alan. Hey, Judah, come on in. Yeah, um, obviously last night was incredible. 
you know, just seeing uh, righteous people come out and uh, did you voice. go up there, Judah? Did you go up there? Of course. Oh, God bless you, man. That makes my Rhoda, heart got a chance to ride up, up with that makes uh, my heart beat fast. Got a chance to ride up with Greg and uh, get a chance to fellowship with him and his wife in the car and uh, Brett Bowl and those guys. Ohio Brett was up there and just a whole awesome crew of people. But actually reminded me, you know, <clears throat> you walk into those rooms and they have the agenda. So I looked at the agenda laid out on a piece of paper. And what do you know? That topic was not on the agenda, and that topic was not going to be talked about that night. But because people showed up, it did we lose you, Judah? Well, what he was saying uh, to follow up on what he just said there, uh, they did change the environment of that room just being there because they they started off with prayer, which they weren't planning on doing. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We're not supposed to mix the religious politics with religion. What are you guys doing mixing (laughs) the sacred and the secular? (laughs) Yes, stepping on toes. Glenn Claremont, come on in. Hey, good good morning. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, we were Karina and I were there, and uh, yeah, Judah wrote, wrote up with us uh, last night, and uh, but yeah, there was a whole group. But what I really liked was Coach Norm. I don't know if you're in here this morning, Coach, but he got up and ca- at the end, at the very end, and you know, uh, you know, you know, Coach Norm, he's very soft spoken, but he yeah, got I, up at look, the. Hey, Glenn, I don't even need to have been there to be able to picture it. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everybody heard him. But he characterized what he said is, uh, be care- you know, he, he, he characterized your meeting when all of the, um, uh, all the homosexuals showed up. So he said, hey, uh, make sure you come back to the next one because there may be other people that show up. So make sure you're here. In other words, he, he was encouraging, you know, he was letting people know what might happen. And and letting people know that they need to continue to be here and push this issue forward. Because the enemy's going to push back, aren't they, Glenn? Exactly. Amen. Thanks for going up there. Thank your wife for going up there. Thank Judah. This is encouraging me. I'm mad that I couldn't be there. Yeah. Hey, thanks hey, to hey, everybody. What, everybody. What, what, that what do I always say though? What do I? What have I said a number of times here on this show? That if I've done my job. I don't have to be there. If the coach has done the proper job, he can miss the game, right? And look what's going on. Man, this encourages my heart. Go ahead, Clay. Yeah, I'm just saying thanks thanks to everybody who took the time to go. Uh, uh, glad to hear Coach Norman out there, but uh, everybody that went out there, thank you so much for stepping up. Tom Stout, come on in. Good morning. Excuse me. Good morning. Yeah, I went up there to East Knox. First school board meeting I had ever been to in my life. And I knew I was in the right place when I saw a bunch of radicals standing in the parking lot. Because I got there late and didn't know what to do or who, where to go. So I was glad to see everybody. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good thing. I mean, it's like a wolf pack. You don't see always see all the wolves, but they're there. And, uh, and, just, and they were and they were male wolves for the most part, right, Tom? 
Yes, they were. Yes, they were, Coach. So uh, the alpha female here at my house wanted to go, but I told her no. It was an alpha male thing. So we, I, I went on up. So it was good. You know, I was glad to stand with Jeff Klein, you know, and and uh, show solidarity to the school board. That sometimes that's more of what it's about than making an argument is the solidarity. So uh, glad to do my part. And you know, I was glad to see uh, people there that I knew, and it was just a good thing. Amen, man. Scored a touchdown. Game's not over. Scored a touchdown. Go ahead, Clay. Yeah, and I bet everybody that that went last night slept better last night because they knew they did something. They took action yesterday. Amen. Hang on, Dale, just a second. Folks, the old football coach in me, right? Don't underestimate the importance of you having been there. It's like playing a football game with no crowd, right? So they looked, they looked around last night, and those people had a crowd in front of them. Not only did they have a crowd, they had a friendly crowd in front of them, right? You, th- you talk about sleeping good at night. I wonder how they slept last night. Dave, if I could add just real quick, uh, I remember you teaching the terminology boots on the ground. And I remember l- learning that word, oh, years ago from you. Whether you speak or not, your boot's on the ground, and that's an important thing for just mere numbers. Amen. Go ahead, Dale. I'm sorry I walked on you. No, brother, you don't got to apologize. It's your show. But, Coach, you know, I'm, I'm right in your corner. That They call that the 12th man on the field, right? But let's let's go back to those emails because that kind of stuff just drives me crazy where all of a sudden we become the judge and jury and the Holy – we become deputized like we're supposed to. Let's think about a couple few people. Oh, Matthew, one of Jesus' disciples. What was he? Oh, he was a tax collector. I'm sure he was a really nice guy in his prior days. Or maybe Peter the fisherman, who probably was a pretty foul-mouthed kind of gambling kind of guy. Oh, wait, there's another guy in the New Testament. His name was Saul of Tarsus. He was, everybody loved Saul. He, man, I'm, see, brother, you got to be careful about this stuff. But then we go, well, that's because they were saved. Oh, let's see. Let's go to the book of Acts with a Gentile who made alms unto the Lord, where the Lord says it's remembered in heaven. And then what happens to people like Peter is that they do, they get saved, and all of a sudden they they get religious. Remember, Paul comes to Peter, who says, now when you're with the Gentiles, you're with them, but once the, the Hebrews show up, you separate yourself from them. And what does Paul do? He rebukes him, brother. This is this is exactly what we got to be careful of. We're not we're not following the band of Elon Musk and we're not following the band of Kanye West. But, brother, let me tell you what God is using them in a bigger scheme of things. And you'll know them by their fruits. Let's look at some of their fruits and what they're doing. Now, it might take some time and they might get saved and they might not, because like God did use uh, all these people throughout the Bible. And so we need to remember, we were once enemies of the cross, yet while we were yet dead in our sin and transgressions, did God lift us up out of our miry pit. So 
Coach, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what, brother. If Donald Trump didn't do what Donald Trump and run for president, we would have a Hillary Clinton. We would have a liberal court system, right? Let's just, let's just go with it, right? If we didn't have Elon Musk, we wouldn't see the, this exposure going on right now. If we didn't have Kanye West, we wouldn't begin to see that pedophile ring uh, and the sacrifices being made out in Hollywood. Let me tell you what, that, that all right there is a good thing. Amen, dear. Just before we bring uh, Steve Deck in here, I'll make one comment about old Kanye West. Uh, think about this. He started out as a rapper. Uh, and he was probably completely unsaved. And now, in his, I think he's uh, getting close to 50 years old or so. Somewhere in his middle age, he said, man, something's going on with Hollywood. And uh, he's figuring out, what's going on and who's who's running the show. So now he seems to be a young Christian that's got a long ways left in his walk. And now he's got all these people that are in power coming against him. And so he's not going to be making the best decisions in the world, but he's under a terrible amount of pressure, an immense amount of pressure. And he's trying to figure out what to do. Uh, so, you know, that's all you can say about him. Imagine, put yourself in his place and being a young Christian that doesn't have wisdom and then being in the fight that he's in. Well, let, so hey, we're, hey, so we, we, ought to be, we ought to be praying for Kanye, not against Kanye. Now, listen to me. Listen to me. Somewhere in those scriptures, I haven't read them all, but I remember hearing a story where a bunch of holier-than-thou Christians got together and went to Jesus and said, Jesus, those guys over there, they're casting out devils. And they're not even part of us. They're over there casting out devils. And what did Jesus say? Oh, go shut them up, will you? Oh, they shouldn't be doing No, that's not what he said, did he? He said, those who are not against us are for us. Amen. The Lord can use whoever he wants. And instead of us barking so loud about how bad Elon is and how bad Kanye is, we ought to be praying for him. I got to, I got to jump in. I got to coach. This is a coach moment. You mean to tell me Jesus didn't have to be there when that guy was casting him out? Come on, uh, coach. You mean to tell me you didn't have to be there to go to that school board meeting? And that's something, huh? Job Amen. well done. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Steve Deck. I didn't mean to walk. I'm going to lose you here. If I just dip out, man, it's because I got to go. Go ahead. Well, those that know some of my testimony, when I get there, I. I sit down at a table, and the table's got a number on it. Guess what number was on there? <laughs> Three. So anyway, what got me, what, what really was pretty simple and cut and dry was the first person that spoke was, uh, talked about the dress code. If it's going to be offensive to the other people, you know, the other students, you know, you know, why aren't they enforcing the dress code? So that's something that was uh, pretty cut and dry to me, you know, and, and uh, try to move in the right direction here. Ladies and gentlemen, may I speak real quick? I want real quickly. I want to thank Steve for his giving heart, okay. his servant heart. Thanks, Steve. Go ahead. Okay. Look, um, Arizona Senator Kristen Cinema is changing her party affiliation from Democrat to Independent. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> oh, there's, hey, there's a lot going on, baby. There's a lot going on. All right, Roger Weaver, you, you want to come back in? Your hand's still up, brother. No, 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 no. I fell asleep at the wheel. I'm so sorry. All right, Jeff Klein. 
Hey, well, I'll, I'll say this. You know, last night, and I know Pastor Matt was so tickled. He just he told me to just he, three times on the phone. You tell everybody tomorrow morning on Coach Dave, blah blah blah. He was just going on. He couldn't get in here this morning, but one morning this week he's going to get on. You know, and I think about it. We're talking here. We had prayer outside the building. We went in. They started the public speaking and had prayer, and we ended it with prayer. And all through the time when we were saying things and people were talking, Pastor Matt was talking, all you heard was throughout the crowd, five, six, seven, eight of them at a time. Amen. Amen. I mean, it was Pastor Matt probably felt like he was having church in the cafeteria. He was so pumped up. And then Roger's right. Them people there, executive stations, they always walk off. Buddy, they just pick their stuff up and boom, they're gone. They don't say a word. These This group always does that. I always go and shake each one of their hands, chat with them, a little smile on my face. But I went up, did it, shook a couple hands, Derek, the president, and then I went straight to the superintendent. Because there's a few people down there just hating him. Oh, they're hating him. They want to sue him. They want to get him fired. Just a couple people. And I've had breakfast with him before for about an hour and 15 minutes. I had breakfast with the Mount Vernon superintendent one morning for about an hour. So I told Mr. Larkin, the superintendent, I said, Steve, I said, Let's do breakfast again sometime if you want. He said, all right, JC. He said, we'll do that. I said, you call me whenever you're ready. You set the date and time and we'll have breakfast again. And he smiled. It's like, so we just keep doing it. But it was good. Amen, Brother Jeff. Angela Ryan, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, coach is breaking up. Come on in, Angela. Hey, so I just want to applaud Jeff Klein. And all every time I see him, listen to me, Jeff Klein is the model of how you community organize and get people to go to these meetings. You can hear from the people who have never been to a government meeting before, a government official meeting before. They're always like Jeff says. They don't know what to expect. They don't know what to do. And, Jeff, you are modeling that behavior, and I am just so proud of you and how you are doing that. You go – and listen, I always talk about the meeting after the meeting. You just told us exactly what you do after that meeting. You went up to the top front, and you shook hands with everybody, and you said hello, and you that's what we call getting to know each other, and that's how you make changes is you get that FaceTime and that 101, and you meet. I, I have, uh, I've had breakfast with our future county commissioner. She just got elected in November. I've had breakfast with her several times in the last year, uh, but that's how you get FaceTime with these people. That's what they they need they need to know that they have people in their camp and so but if you don't show up to your meetings nobody they people feel helpless and hopeless and they want to quit just like this pastor did so we've got to be start going to these meetings and i always tell people if you don't start off with anything else start off with your county gop and your board of elections because those two are literally the pinnacle cornerstones of how our governments function they're the ones that help determine who's being brought forward as candidates and who's being elected. And if you're not there, you don't make a difference. So, Jeff Klein, again, I applaud you. Wonderful, wonderful testimony to showing up. Amen. I agree. Amen. I agree. Amen. And if any of you are uh, wanting to do stuff like that, 
I'm sure Jeff would be glad to talk to you and uh, mentor you a little bit. So reach out to others like Jeff if you want to start doing these types of things. Clay, you know what? I was thinking that last night and this morning. If anybody else in their hometowns anywhere around Ohio want to go to their school board meetings, I'll grab some of the guys at church in the garage and we'll head to their meeting. That'll be great. Amen. Yeah, don't amen, forget about amen. And I want to say God. that God's plan of salvation is down in Acts 2.38, that we've got to be born again according to those three things. You know, we've got to repent. We've got to be immersed and baptized in the name of Jesus. We've got to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That's God's plan of salvation. Amen. Amen. Dr. Paul, good morning, brother. Morning, guys. I uh, love all the testosterone in here. Joe Rogan is another up-and-coming truth teller. Um, he said something the other day, and I just want to encourage everybody here to stay in their lanes and just keep being the tip of the spear and just move forward. He said that uh, hard times bring Hard, hard times bring hard men. Hard men bring good times. Good times bring weak men. We are the hard men. We've got to go forward. And I'm really quite tired of seeing the women doing all the hard work in medicine, okay, or whatever they're doing. So whatever we have to do, we're going to be called, guys. Get your damn testosterone rolling. <laughs> Okay, that's right. And I that's right. every one of you guys, and just and, remember, and it is it is flea, free uh, flea flicker Friday. So, uh, Doctor Paul, how's things going with your business and everything? It's not easy. Um, remember, I'm trying to change things. I'm trying to guide people through a very uh, harsh medical system. People are staying at home, and they'd rather die at home than go to the so it's a it's a mess, but I got good help. Um, just be bold with the truth. Just work forward. Um, it'll happen. Just stay. In, remember, they do. God will judge you by what you've done, not what by what you said. So you know, get that testosterone. I love being on this show. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Doctor Paul, how about letting everybody remind everybody to find out more about what you're doing when your next Zoom meeting is. Um, my Zoom meeting will be on Monday. I'm going to start posting them somewhere else. I had a great, Shara was on there, talked about his uh, daughter being killed in the hospital. And as I see it, that that ain't changing. That ain't changing. It's scary in Maine. I don't know what it is in other states, but here they're just, they're knocking people off like they're getting paid for it. And I think they are. Anyway, uh, just uh, remember, stay bold in the damn truth, okay? Stay bold in the truth. You'll, you, you, I never thought I'd be talking like this. Amen. Anyway, God bless you guys. If you need anything, just reach out. I will, um, I'll, I'll do my best to coach you through it, okay? Yeah, Vinny, say that one more time for the people that don't have it on the screen. Amen. That's gabrielshealthministry.com. All right. Betty Perkins, good morning, sister. 
Hey, good morning. Hey, Jeff, you are such an inspiration to me and so many. We just love you. I am going to be going to our school board meeting December 14th. I was going to go last month, and when I was getting ready to go, they had changed the day. They got they do this thing about changing the date constantly, and it's at 7 o'clock in the morning. So nobody can really go as far as a parent is. So I'm going December 14th, and I told a lady to let me know if they change it again or if they already had it. So and also these books that are in the libraries and stuff about the gay, gay marriages or two men together. If anyone knows where some of the names of those books are, could they just email me so I can have something? I want to go check out the library, too, if I can. So God bless you. Dr. Paul, you had a great show yesterday. I've seen him speak before. It just breaks my heart. Love you guys. We love you too. Angela Ryan, come back in there. Sorry, just one more thing. Betty kind of prompted my memory on that one. Um, We've been working with parents here in Hawking County to, and as a parent, you have the right to um, access those facilities supposedly at any point during the day. Uh, But we encourage parents to go, actually go into, or grandparents to go into their local school libraries and look around and see what you can find. Okay, because there's a lot of things that, you know, may not be overtly out there that you could see or that you could talk about. But we just had a situation in our regular public library down here in Hawking County where they took the kids to the public library and let them pick this book. And there was a book all about um, uh, homosexuality. I'm like, oh, for God's sake, it's right here in Hawking County. I mean, come on now. So anyhow, I've got some grandparents and parents that are working on that. But um, the idea is to uh, be a covert spy, go into those uh, libraries and start looking around yourself and, and pulling them, take pictures of them, post them on social media, let them know where these books are and what they're seeing. So that's how you kind of incorporate the citizen journalists into that. You're letting your neighbors know that these things are in your county and these things are in your library. Um, and so that's I just wanted to make that point on that one. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, one thing I want to mention is remember the 11 pro-lifers that were arrested for being at the Mount Juliet, Tennessee, uh, abortion mill, murder mill. Uh, from what I'm gathering and understanding is, uh, they were supposed to, their court proceedings were supposed to start, uh, sometime this month or early next month. Now those have been delayed and put off until January of 2024. Just thought I'd throw that out there. And uh, we're running short on time, so I'm going to bring Dale in here to finish this out. I I just want to challenge Betty on that, uh, going to that uh, school board meeting. What you need to do is go to the homeschool co-ops in your area and have them bring all their children in there and let them speak. And let them see what godly teaching looks like. Yeah, I don't even know where to start with that a homeschool co-op. And plus, I don't have a child in school, so I'm like really in the dark. I, I promise right, you, well. Betty. Betty, it's there. It's there. We got 33,000 homeschool kids in the state of Louisiana. I'm sure they have a lot in Ohio. All right. We're oh, out I'm of time. Sure. Y'all have a blessed weekend. See you Monday.